Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A, a Couple, couple of, of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are we talking about today, Alex? So, in honor of Father's Day, today we're going to be making some dads. Yes, and also in honor of one of your favorite podcasts. Yeah, so one of my favorite podcasts is Dungeons and Daddies, and it is a show about four dads that from, uh, from our world that are thrown into the Forgotten Realms trying to save their lost sons. That's like the tagline. Yes. So we thought that we would make a dad for each class from our world that is going to now become an adventurer to save their son or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like kind of like a brief little description. Like we're not going to flesh them out and give them backstories. It's just like a quick kind of thing. Well, I mean, they'll have some story, right? Like, you know, but not a ton. Yeah, I mean, not as much as we normally do is what I'm saying. because we're doing every class. Yes, we're going to do every (laughs) class. All 13 of them. Woo! Are we about to jump in? Yes, but first, it's time for a random encounter. This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs, like in TV, movies, books, etc. Alex, do you have a character you'd like to talk about? Yes, so this week I wanted to bring a dad... Mm-hmm. Um, because it's very fitting, and I am bringing Tam Althor, who is the dad of Rand Althor from the Wheel of Time series. Yes, we've talked about this book series before many times, but especially in episode eighteen, I believe. Yes, it is indeed episode eighteen, the Emmonsfield Five. Yeah. But Tim Melthor, the reason I like him as a dad is that he, um, in the first book, he'll pr- he protects Rand from the Trolloc attack on their city. And, you know, he, like, kind of, you think that he, maybe he does die. I'm not going to spoil it for you if you want to read it. But he gets wounded and then Rand, like, drags him out behind the house, out of the, uh, into the forest behind the, their house. And, like, then, you know, Tam comes back later and is, like, just, he's just a good dad. Yeah. I also love that you can tell that, like, even though he's a single father, like, he has a really close bond with his son. Mm-hmm. And. Not just working all the time. Yeah. Like, you can tell that they're very close and have a, a strong relationship. Yep. Which is nice to see, especially, like, you know, you don't often see, like, a single dad in any form of media that much. Yeah. But I don't want to say too much more about him, but uh, there's more mystery about Tam that you can re- you can find out for yourself if you are curious by reading the books or just by reading Wikipedia or something. Yes, for sure. Who do you got for us, Gwen? <laughs> All right. Well, I also wanted to bring a dad, and I wanted to talk about Bob Parr or Mr. Incredible from the Pixar movie The Incredibles, and it's one of my all-time favorite movies. And I wanted to bring him not because I think he's a particularly good dad, but I love to see the progress that he makes throughout the like the film as he learns to appreciate his family and the life that he has. So he is good in the sense that he is a very realistic dad. Yes, I think. that is. <laughs> yes, I also like that a lot. That it, I feel like it's a very realistic portrayal. Yeah, like he's especially like one of the that first dinner scene when he's like kind of just like. Yes, honey, you know, like kind of mumbling because he's been working all day. He's tired. Yeah, he's tired and he isn't really like paying attention. Yep. 
just yeah it's a very big dad vibes which, yeah you know he is a dad but it's accurate yes i felt like it was written well all right let's get into these dads yes and did you want to just go alphabetically through yeah the we're classes? gonna go alphabetically through the classes and we're just gonna go through each class and say what kind of real world dad we think best embodies each class and kind of like if they were flung into the forgotten realms let's okay. say much like many of our segments, we didn't talk enough beforehand because my take on it was a little different, but it's fine. <laughs> so mine That's was fine. more like, you know, what are some real life dads that, I don't know. It's kind of the same. It's, it's very fine. similar. We're going. Yeah. Yep, we're going with it. All right. So Artificer, do you want to start or do you want me to? I want you to start and we'll alternate. Sounds good. All right. So I was thinking... That, you know, the artificer, they should be good at fixing stuff, like a mechanic or an engineer. Another funny idea that I thought of was a pyrotechnician. Okay. If you were going for, like, the alchemist subclass. Yeah, that's good. Or even, like, maybe the um, arbalist. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Your cannon is, like, a firework shooting yes. tube or whatever. Yes. I don't know what they use. I'm not a pyrotechnician. Okay, Awesome. Those yeah. are both really good. Yeah. So what were you thinking? I literally wrote down mechanic or some sort of engineer. <laughs> That's what I have written. Nice. So, and then I also, because I'm an overachiever, I went ahead and picked like what subclass or they would be for each yeah. of mine. So for my um, artificer, I picked the battlesmith because I figured they're good at tinkering with things and like they just built themselves a little robot that's gonna help them out yeah I love it all right next one we're on to the barbarian yeah so what were you thinking so my barbarian this is gonna be an interesting one this is one <laughs> of the ones that I was I was pleased with myself when I came up with this gave myself a little pat on the back okay so I'm picturing like a kind of Let's go back for a second to Bob Parr, Mr. Incredible. Early in the movie when he's, like, um, just at his insurance company going through the motions, he has a rage built up inside of him, Quinn. Yes. And this is who I have for my dad. He's a corporate oh. stooge. Okay. That has a rage f- against the machine that he can't let up because he's got to just get through another day and just... Pay he's the bills. Got, yeah, he's got to provide for his family. Yeah, so he's not letting the rage out, but now he's in the Forgotten Realms or wherever, whatever setting. Yeah. doesn't matter. But he's in some fantasy world, and it's time to let that rage out against the machine, baby. I love it. That is very good. All right, so what did you have for it? Mine, I was, like, kind of met on, but the ideas I had were, like, maybe they do, like, mixed martial arts, or mm-hmm. they're a boxer, or, or maybe they're into, like, UFC. Okay, so, so more of, like, a controlled rage, like, they, yeah. whereas mine was, like, a literal, like, this guy is just cutting loose for the first time yeah. ever, whereas yours is, like, these people, I'm sure UFC fighters and boxers, they have, like, a switch that they turn on yeah. when they get in the ring. yeah. Or the hexagon as it, whatever it is. Yeah, but I do love yours very much. All right. So now let's move on to our clerics. No, bard. Oh, you're right. I (laughs) skipped it right right past it. All right, let's move on to our bard. Yeah. So what did you have for the bard? So I was thinking like a Shakespearean stage actor would be fun if you were going like College of Eloquence maybe. To be or not 
to be. To dad or not to dad? That is the question. Yes. Or maybe a slam poet. Okay. Would be fun. Nice. Or a rapper, even. Okay. And then I also thought, you know what would also be funny is like a children's performer. Oh, like a, um, I blamed on all of them, Lori. Yeah, like a Lori Berkner or a Raffi, like that kind of thing. Yes, exactly. That is hilarious. I would love that. I think that one would be the most fun. Yes, I like that idea popped from my head. is like, oh, yes, this is very funny. So I wanted to stray away from the typical like musical part. Mm-hmm. Be- so I thought about doing an author, but then I was like, I'm not sure how well that would play in a game setting. So I went ahead and took a page out of our own book, and I said, uh, let's make this person a professional podcaster. They have a soothing voice. They're oh college gosh. of eloquence. They're just talking their way through things. Maybe they also might do some ASMR stuff. Like, they've got that vocal fry going. They work for NPR. Oh, yeah. It's like an hourglass type. Yes. Yes. This is That is amazing. I love it very much. A Roman Mars. I could see Roman Mars just being a bard in some fantasy world. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dad. Oh, well, see? Yeah. Nailed it. He's he's got two beautiful boys. Okay, so my bard is Roman Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Roman Mars. <laughs> and, and I'm a bard. <laughs> and this is... Is 99% fantasy. I was going to say 99% dads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the other 1%? Me, I'm, I'm not a dad. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm a cat mom. I'm also not a dad. You're a cat dad. Okay. <laughs> all right, so now we can move on to Cleric. Yes, so since you're itching, what were you thinking? All right, for cleric, I went with a doctor, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to go with the religious half of it because I was like that. Any any old person can think of that, you know. Like, sure, you could do a priest or something that like a god comes and touches them and helps them out. But I figured in the f- whatever fantasy world, I'm gonna say Forgotten Realms, but it doesn't have to be like. They are a doctor with medical skills, and then, like, people are treating them like they have godlike powers because they're like, no, guys, just use medicine. Use vaccines. They work. Yeah. Get your I am vaccines. literally stitching you up. Yeah. <laughs> no, take that chicken off your head, and <laughs> here, put this ointment on it, you know? Yes. What were you thinking for the doctor? So I also had, like, a doctor thought, like, right. if you made them a coroner. <laughs> did you catch that? I just said, what did what were you thinking for the doctor? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what were you thinking for your cleric? All right, coroner? Yeah, and then if you did that, I think the grave domain. Oh, that's really good. Would be like kind of that. fun. But then I also had a thought about, like, a different direction for, like, doctor. Mm-hmm. So, like, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, because they have high wisdom, and I feel like they'd be good at, like, helping people, like, walk through and, like, figure out their stuff, you know, like, having high insight and things yeah. like that. And a psychiatrist will also have the medical degree, so they will they will know some of that basic medical things that, yes. like, the... F- fantasy world probably doesn't know as well yes like you know the germ theory of disease that i think was in the 1800s or 1900s like it was later than you would think that we figured out that germs are yeah it was not the 1700s i'll tell you that yeah all right i think it was 1900s because i feel like in um president garfield 
got assassinated, right? Yeah. And the doctors started to dig the bullet out with their fingers, and then oh, the yeah, wound yeah. got infected, and that's how he actually died. Yes. So. I, I do think it was, like... Yeah, I think it was, like, 1900s, like, later or than you Or late 1800s, like, yeah. Here, yeah. Okay, moving on, though. Yep. This, is, this isn't a medical podcast. <laughs> well, not yet. I'm trying. <laughs> um, though, you do... You are a doctor, just not, not that, that kind, kind of doctor. doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so druid. So I was thinking, maybe like a zookeeper, you know, okay. working with oh, the that's animals, really good. or maybe even like a ringmaster for a circus, oh, or nice. you know, just like some like some sort of like a big cat tamer. That would be kind of funny too. Okay, that I like those a lot. I really like zookeeper. Just like now, I've become the animals that I've trained. Yes. Um, so my idea, I went again off the beaten path and I was looking at circle of stars and I figured why not have an astronomer that is really in tune with the stars and that's like where they're getting their druid power. I love it. Yeah. So kind of like our, uh, Wagadu wizard that we made. Yes. Astronomer, but. Yes. A little different. Yes. All right. What were you thinking for a fighter? For my fighter, I was a little... This one was a little tougher for me because, again, I didn't want to just be the obvious, like, okay, some sort of, like, person that knows how to use weapons. So what I went with was a chef. Oh, my gosh. And then... Another way around a knife. Yeah. And this chef, they play D&D in their free time. Yeah. And they liked it so much that they, like, went and got some training for weapons. Like, they were like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then they branched into LARPing. So, like, this person is just a full-blown nerd on the weekends, but they are chef, you know, whenever chefs... I guess chefs are probably working in the evenings and weekends. But anyway... It depends on where you work. Yeah. If If you're working at, like, a breakfast and lunch place, you're not working in the evening. Excellent point. Um, so yeah, this chef is a full on nerd just like us and they spend their free time doing D&D and LARPing and so they learn how to use weapons like for fun. I love it. All right, what did you have for a So, I actually went fighter. away from like the weapon thing, like there's a slight little bit of a weapon, mm-hmm. but I was thinking a firefighter. So oh, nice. they're like, they're trained to do tactical things and strong things. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, like a fighter is a very tactical kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, sure, they do use like the axes to like chop through doors and such if they need to get in. But, you know, like it would make sense if they've got this athletics and things like that. And yeah. like, I am a literal fighter of fires. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Firefighter. Fighter. It's like in Bond, James Bond. Yeah. Fighter. 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 (laughs) And they have the axe over their shoulder. Yeah. And they look real hot because, let's be honest, I think firefighters are probably sexy guys. I mean, firefighters got to be kind of ripped because, you know, they do, like, the stuff that they wear is very heavy. yeah. 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 All right. Nice. All right. So moving on. Monk. To monks. Am I first this time? You're first. I just yeah. uh, heard you go, so then you yeah. go again. So I was thinking, like, you know, you can go with the, like, they own and run the local karate studio. Yes. Which, you know. This is, like, you know, the the most obvious path. Yes. But then I was thinking, you know who's, like, 
flexible and strong and good at that stuff. A Cirque du Soleil performer. Oh, nice. It's like, you know, acrobatics, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So I thought that would be fun. Okay. But they're also a dad. They're also a dad. This, not a, no dad bond on this guy. No. I, a lot of ours have some pretty good physiques, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I bet the podcast. You know, you the, know, a uh, lot of DILFs. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I went with a similar direction. Mm-hmm. And I went with a gymnast. Former gold medal winning Olympist. Olympian. Olympian. Olympist I like better. (laughs) But so they were gymnast in the Olympics, won a gold medal, and now they judge gymnastics competitions. I love it. And that's like their career. Because you can actually make a decent amount of money. One of my aunts has done that, and she makes pretty good money doing it when she does it. Okay. I mean, they, my mine. Plus, could, they have a husband. Yeah, you know. yeah. Mine could be a Cirque du Soleil performer, like Mid- like that was like they they retired. Maybe these two dads are married. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, the Cirque du Soleil performer and the gymnast. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'll leave everything else to your imagination, listener. Yes. All right, Paladin. Am I first? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, for my Paladin, I. I'm going with an ex-military person, so they used to be in the military, and so they like order and laws and rules, and so they're really, the paladin I feel like is really about, like, most of the time, you don't have to be, but I think a lot of the time they're lawful, so they're very much about, like, rules and such, so I felt like an ex-military person would be good. Or current military person. Yeah. Well, this dad is ex-military. Yeah. He's ex-Black Ops, Ooh. whatever that means. Fancy, I mean, fancy yeah, stuff. Yeah, seems fancy. Navy SEAL. He was he was an Army Ranger, a Navy SEAL, and Black Ops. He was all three. Wow. He's impressive. I don't think you can actually do all those, but why not? Okay. It's, it's a made-up world, even though it's our world. Mm-hmm. And I went with the Oath of Conquest. I've realized that I've been forgetting to say what subclass I picked. But for this one, I went with the Oath of Conquest. Okay. Because that one is all about, like, winning battles. All right. Nice. Ergo, Conquest. All right. What do you got for our paladin? Yeah, I was also thinking someone in the military or maybe, like, a cop, you know. Like, again, people who are all about, like, order and such. I didn't have any other fun ideas beyond that i couldn't think of anything maybe a judge yeah that that would work i was thinking or like a school principal oh just hit me school principal that's good i like that about following the rules amazing i love it and their kids in like the kid is in the school and it's just like god god dad yeah could you be cool for like five (laughs) seconds dad oh all right. He cannot. Ranger. Because that is not his way. Exactly. All right. All right. What do you got for Ranger, Gwen? Again, something that has that word in the title, a forest ranger. They work at, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> a national park, um, you know. Do some... Which national park? I don't know, man. Yellowstone. Okay. I, that was the first one I thought of. I was going to say Zion. Is that one? That Yeah, that's one. I think it's in 
I'm not going to finish that sentence because I'm terrible at geography. Yeah, there's I was going to say California, but there's I There's know. a lot on the, like, western half. Yeah. A lot more nature over there. Yeah, we, we didn't trap it all down yet. <laughs> yep, not yet. Give us time. Yep. All right, what were you thinking? For my ranger, I went with an REI manager. So this guy works at REI. He's a manager. He's a, you know, climbing up the corporate ladder. But he also is the scout leader of his son's Boy Scout troop. I love it. Yes, it's very good. All about the camping, all about the outdoors. Yes. Tell me he rock climbs for fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy, this dad has ripped forearms. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to the rogue, which I'm excited about my rogue. All right, you, you tell me. So my rogue is a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I, mean, I know you're going to question me. Think about it. I'm just just curious to know where this is going. Think about it for a second. Plumbers, what do they do? They come into people's houses and they're fixing things, but then they're also trying not to be, like, intrusive. So I feel like they're good at, like, you know, making themselves kind of, like... Inconspicuous. Yeah, unnoticed. They can go about. And then also I feel like, you know, you work with people all day. You get a good read on people. So I went with the inquisitive rogue. Love it. So they are good at reading people. You know, when you deal with people's crap, you learn about people's crap. (laughs) And any plumbers out there, you can take that and use that as your slogan. (laughs) I don't know what the slogan (laughs) would be for that you would want to use that for, but it's all yours. Slap that on a (laughs) t-shirt. When you deal with people's crap, you learn about people's crap. (laughs) Yep. All right. All right, Quinn. I went like road? a different kind of direction. I believe that. It would be really hard to follow me down this direction. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know what would be kind of funny is like, you know, people who are like going in and investigating things, an mm-hmm. FBI or a CIA agent. Okay. Or like a background investigator. Yep. Or a private investigator. Yeah. Like all those kinds of things. So it's like, that would be very funny. Okay. That's all we got about this, Dad. That's all we got. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to go into a lot of details. Okay. It was just giving Did people they, a bit of flavor. So this is also like uh, it's like our ex-military paladin almost, but a little different because they're not yeah. quite military. Yeah. But they're not, secret not service military. agent. Now they are in the executive branch. Yeah. So. All right. Next one. Sorcerer. Sorcerer. This one I'm very excited about. All right, hit me with your sorcerer. A stage magician. <laughs> Excellent. Like Chris Angel. Mind Be- freak. Yes, because, you know, they have a high charisma. It makes sense that they'd be able to easily convince people to look, you know, where they'd want them to. I did not think about the charisma factor. Mine is going to be worse. That's fine. <laughs> Keep going. That's how I was really excited. I was like, they'd have the charisma. This is so great. But, yes, yeah, so I thought it'd be really funny if they... If they were doing that. What type do you think they would be of sorcerer? Well, this would involve me knowing more about the different subclasses. Let me see if I can name them. Aberrant Mind. That's yeah, I know like that. The touch by like weird things. Mm-hmm. You got a, the Divine Soul. That's like God. Uh, Clockwork Soul, which is the one I'm going to talk about, so we'll skip that. Draconic, which is like, you know, you have an affinity for some sort of elements. Mm-hmm. Wild magic, where you have surges. 
I think I'm missing some, but you know, I think there's like okay. an Arab one. There's like um. So I think the draconic bloodline would be kind of funny, like especially if they like did a lot of things that had like fire or like they yeah. did like oh they, like, like one fire, of their tricks a fire breathing yeah thing. or one of their things is like they're really good at getting out of like unlocking themselves in like a water tank you know yes okay nice all right what were you thinking i was thinking of like as at like i hinted at my sorcerer is gonna be clockwork soul and so they're just a clock fixer they fix clocks and make <laughs> clocks We'll go with this though. They own their own store. Yeah, so I know. It's just it's so it's just so cute. That's why I was chuckling. I'm just like it's so like unassuming. Yeah, yeah. It's just I liked my dad's to be like kind of like I could see this being someone's dad. Like yeah, someone's dad is just nerdy about clocks. There's a lot of clocks at their house, and you come in, there's like ten clocks in one room. And you're like, what's with all the clocks? He's Frank. like, I made them. And then. No, or I repaired. No, Frank's my friend, and then oh. Frank goes, oh, "It's just my dad. <laughs> just, he's yeah, he's in the clocks." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's just my cute little clock maker slash clock repair man. I'm not sure if they have like a title beyond that. I'm sure there's a word, but I don't know what yeah, it is. Clock, clockason. <laughs> that's okay. their new title. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, just, I'm flinging things this episode. You are. Right off the dome. All right. Well, how about you fling me a warlock? <laughs> so this one, I feel I am I have trepidation saying it out loud <laughs> because I feel bad about it because <laughs> I know some lawyers that I like, but I think that lawyer fits because my thought was, you know, you're not making necessarily patch with the fiend, which is the one I chose. <laughs> But you are subscribing to, you're kind of making a patch with the law, you know, because law is so obscure and weird. And, like, if laymen try to read the law, it's just incomprehensible. Yeah. And I feel like it's, like, a warlock kind of has, like, you know, this eldritch, they've tapped into the eldritch information yeah. and, like, connection with that. And you could, I could see the law being kind of like that weird eldritch thing. Yeah, that makes sense. What would you think for the warlock? In a similar vein, I was thinking a politician. Like, if uh. you were to go through and read through, like, a bill or something, it also feels very, like, incomprehensible because, mm-hmm. you know, it's because, law stuff. Yeah, it what? is related to law. Um, and also, I feel like, you know, especially if someone was, like, going, um, like, higher up into mm-hmm. politics, like, you can, like, some, some nasty things can be happening and, like, there could be a lot of skeletons in the closet and, like things that you've people you've made alliances with that maybe you normally wouldn't have to achieve power felt like you know something that would happen and i feel like both of these careers you have to be charismatic so that worked out yes yes yeah if you want to be successful you need to be charismatic yeah all right our last one the wizard quinn what do we have for a wizard all right. They have a PhD in medieval literature, and their okay. focus is Arthurian lore, so like King Arthur. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. Like, I would love. Okay, I'm. I love this, and I'm just thinking right now mm-hmm. of like them being like in the world or whatever. You're in their Forgotten Realms or whatever. Yeah. And like this person has like a bronze axe or something, and like actually, you know, they didn't invent bronze until the, uh, you know. 
1530s. And they're they're like, guys, we're not, or they're like, you know, Bob, we're not in our world. Yeah. (laughs) So I will say that bronze is very old. Like the Bronze Age was one of the ancient things. I took a shot. I knew it was going to be bad. (laughs) I knew it was going to be bad, but I took a shot. But steel... I'll give you that. Okay, yeah, steel. Actually, guys, steel wasn't invented until 1589. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm making this up. This is not a history podcast, and if it was, I would not be the host. (laughs) It would be a funny podcast and how bad I am in history. And, like, you know, that would be the joke, is look at how dumb Alex is when it comes to history. All right, so, okay. Yes, but I like that. I li- really like that wizard. Um, nearly four thousand years ago, there's some early steel. So, wow. So we're both dumb. We're both wrong. We're both dumb dumbs. But, you know, like the first like modern steel making was in the 1700s in in Europe. So, but there was one record in 1589 <laughs> that it yeah it was obscure. It, you you have to be in the know to know about it, Quinn. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that you don't know and that our listeners don't know and that the internet doesn't know. Yeah, but, you know, I bet, like, like, like stainless steel and stuff like that, more of, like, the alloys and things, those are more recent. But, you know, this isn't a material science or a history podcast. It's so. also not a doctor podcast or medical <laughs> podcast. There's a lot of things this podcast isn't. Should I tell you my wizard so we can be <laughs> actually so what our podcast with is this about? Podcast? Yes, <laughs> yes, you can. So I, funnily enough, also went with a PhD, um, mm-hmm. something, but I went with a PhD in physics All because right. I felt like you know they're trying to understand the universe. And then the school I picked, I wasn't really sure which one to do. I was like, maybe transmutation. Maybe you could do, like, chronomancy from the um, Explorer's Guide to Wildmount. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're, they're like, realizing, you know, this physicist is like, oh, my gosh, time doesn't work the same here. I can manipulate it, you know. Yeah. And, time um, travel can be real. Or, yeah. like, dunamancy, like, yeah. you know, physics, gravitational stuff. Yeah, yeah so I thought that was... I thought that would be fun. Like, yeah. And a physicist would be really, like, they'd probably be annoying to the other party members. Of, <laughs> like, well, if I make a gravitational field right here in a certain way, then I can open this drawer using only this hairpin. <laughs> yeah. And my magic. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. This These are a lot of great dads. I'd love to hang out with the dads, especially the clockmaker. He seems like a sweet guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have any last thoughts, Quinn, on uh, the dads or any other dads you've thought up while we've been chatting? No, I told you the one that I thought up while we were chatting. Yes. And I've already forgotten Yeah, the school principal. (laughs) Yeah, like, this was funny. I enjoyed it, you know. It's it's always fun to see the different things that we think about. Yeah. So, I guess our goal then is to have our podcast be big enough that Dungeons and Daddies realizes that we make it and then invite us on to play one of these dads. Yes. I guess two of these dads because we'd each be a dad. Yes. Please, Daddy. (laughs) I didn't like that. I didn't like that one bit. (laughs) That that was me talking to Anthony. Oh, okay. Well, Anthony is our dad. Anthony's our dad. (laughs) So, please let us play with you, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, awesome. Yeah. 
You can find more information about our show at a couple of com. Have any ideas about what kind of dad you would make? Feedback in general or need help creating your next character? Email us at a couple of pod at gmail.com. Or also, what class would your dad be? I'd love to hear that. Oh, like your actual dad? Yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> My dad would be the artificer. My dad would be probably the cleric. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, give us a five-star review for Father's Day. Just give us a shout-out with your dad's uh, class right there in the review, and we can read it for you on the on the next episode. Yes. Or a future episode, yes. maybe not next. And also, tell a friend about our show. Definitely. And tell your dad about our show. Please. Quit hiding it from your dad. Yes, share with him the <laughs> beauty that is D&D. <laughs> Another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. Just search ACOC Podcast. Finally, you can support us by going to bookshop.org slash shop slash ACOC Podcast, and any purchase that you make there helps us out through our affiliate link. Yeah, I know it's like after Father's Day when you're listening to this, but like, you know, if you need to buy your dad a book... Need to buy him a dad book. Yeah, something about like World War Two. Yeah. Or other wars. <laughs> yeah, other that's, wars. That's all I know. What did dads read? War books. <laughs> okay. Nailed yeah, it. Definitely. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. You can use our affiliate link there. You can find me on Twitter at Alex in Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at not a Dr. Quinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. just can hold them. No. I might hold him if he comes back. <laughs>